Welcome back, everybody, to the Evolve You podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McElderry, an executive health coach, consultant, doctor of pharmacy, and entrepreneur. And within this podcast, we will be bringing you exciting episodes discussing health, business, and personal development to evolve you into the best version of yourself. So with that being said, let's hop into this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian McElderry, and I am bringing you a solo episode today, and I am excited about this one because, as you've already seen from the title, we are going to be talking about the start of Lent, okay? And I think this is a a very informational, but yet important, but also touchy because There are some listeners that aren't necessarily as spiritual as others, and we're going to go a little bit uh, right, and we're going to go a little bit left, and hopefully we inform and empower everyone that is listening today. So before we dive into this episode, I just want to thank each and every listener that is returning to us and a new listener that is actually starting with us on this episode, whether you found us through uh, our social media or you found us through just searching on um, the podcast platform that you're listening on and this intrigued you, or you've been referred by someone. And if you are listening to this episode, we encourage you to go ahead and spread out, share this episode with somebody if you do feel like you got some value from it. And if you have listened to previous episodes, go ahead and share our platform with someone else It allows us to go ahead and move this um, message forward by evolving you into the best version of yourself through health, business, personal development, through myself and other inspiring guests that I decide to bring on. Let's go ahead and dive into uh, first the the definition and, and kind of getting a grasp on where the word Lent came from. And then we're going to go into a little bit of the story of Lent and get a background, a basis. Uh, for those that may not know, and just a reminder for those that, that need a reminder. And I think it never hurts for a reminder of why we do what we do currently in this present day, 2019, March 7th. And uh, we just had Ash Wednesday yesterday. Today's Thursday, March 7th. You're listening in the future. That is why we are discussing this topic now. But what I want out of this episode is for each and every person to gain a better understanding and how this formulates into your life, but also into your mental and physical health and getting in tune with uh, your mind, body, soul, or spirit. And that, as you guys know, is my, you know, I found my purpose. I, I truly believe that I try to live that out every day and, and just listening to what the man upstairs has in store for me and what he's telling me and, you know, how can I make choices based on certain situations or certain things that I feel like I've gotten a, a sign or I, I, I'm listening to um, what things are put in you know, place for me, um, for me to act on them, and why just analyzing uh, my days um, you know, from the morning time to the evening time and really investing in my, my growth. And we've touched on that before in previous episodes when we're talking about a growth mindset and never being at this stagnant state. So let's go ahead and and jump into this and define where the term Lent came from. So the word Lent comes from an old English term, uh, lectin, which means spring. During these 40 days, Jesus fasted 
during that time in the wilderness while he was on his ministry. And so Christians identify with his suffering by abstaining from particular foods during this time, including meat, fish, milk, egg products, and and even more so in the present day now, people are giving up or refraining from other things such as sugar, alcohol, anything that wasn't available for Jesus during that time of his, his journey into ministry. Now, Shrove Tuesday, which is sometimes forgot about, and some people just didn't know or don't know. And um, that essentially is the day right before Ash Wednesday. Um, and it gets the name from the ritual of uh, shriving. So this thousand-year-old practice involves a person confessing their mistakes and receiving uh, absolution for them before kind of Lent begins. So this Shrove Tuesday, a lot of times people associated with uh, pancakes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pancake deals going around because of the getting ready for that that Lenten season. You're you're preparing yourself. So, hey, let me indulge in the sugar, um, the carbs, you know, everything that I'm not able to have uh, during that time as a last feast, per se. And the start of Lent actually begins on Ash Wednesday. So this day is a day of penance and cleansing of the soul. So a lot of meditation, um, you know, more ritualistic, um, practices are done in the Catholic Church and other uh, denominations. Um, if you are a Christian, whatever denomination, whatever belief system you have, you might have your own way of kind of cleansing the soul or going into this penance. Um, many Christians still attend, you know, Lent services and are, are marked with a cross of ashes on their forehead. This is a sign of mortality, based upon the idea that the Book of Genesis. Um, kind of had this human mankind came into the world from dusk and will return to it. Uh, it is also a time to express sorrow over sin and a reminder that Jesus brings freedom from sin. So the following opportunity, the following forty days are an opportunity, and if you have not started, it is not too late to start. Um, I, I definitely believe, you know, a firm believer, um, but I also understand that, you know. This is a time for a lot of people to actually start something for the first time in their life, to actually sacrifice something, to actually stick to something, to actually, um, you know, put their mind or body or just actually put a goal in front of them that they can actually achieve and, and stick to. And that can translate into a lot of other areas to really understand and get in tune with your soul um, from a standpoint of abstaining um, or removal or sacrificial practices of what you think you need, but you don't necessarily need. Okay. And a lot of this is going to go into, we're going to touch on some nutrition. We're going to touch on a lot of uh, uh, mindset tools and, and tricks and, and how you can get into these states. Um, so you can thrive and not just survive this Lenten season because it's almost People associated with a you know a sense of suffering, which it, it was for Jesus during this time, but at the same time, it should be a, a replenishment, um, a fulfillment season where you are pouring into yourself, you are uh, pouring into others, you are you are being a giver, you are showcasing that hey, I don't, I I am my own power through um, the man upstairs, through God above, through Jesus and his sacrificial practices, through his ministry. And I can be my, I can have my own ministry by going out and, and utilizing the gifts and the skills that 
he gave us and impact the world and, and, and move into our purpose and, and evolve. And I think that is, you know, even more so needed now because there's so many people and you might be one of them. If you are, that's, that's okay. Uh, but let this time be, you know, a time of reflection. Let it be a time that you get so in tune with listening. That's why we have two ears and one mouth. Listening to yourself, listening to um, your body, listening to um, the environment you're in, listening to the the people that are around you, um, and and start start analyzing, start. Um, start removing what is not necessary or what's not adding value into your space, into your life. And that is what Jesus experienced on this, during this ministry season, during these 40 days um, where he didn't have anything, but just trusting in, in God's, in, in God's skill sets that he, in, placed upon Jesus to, to now move forward, to impact a a broader community. And this, this is something that, um, I'm practicing currently. Um, I am giving up meat. Um, I am giving up, um, milk or, or dairy, uh, eggs and, ultimately negativity around me. So just removing, always being centered, always starting my day off on offense, always kind of pouring in uh, to my my mind and, and through my body and understanding how that could be of impact to others by being a sacrificial um, and obedient person in this due season. Um, so Mothering Sunday, uh, that is also um, a practice that occurs on the fourth Sunday of Lent, which many use as an opportunity to celebrate mothers, but also um, those who care for us. So if you don't have a mother in your life, maybe you just want to devote this time to um, a caregiver or just somebody in your immediate circle or somebody that you truly care about, whether it's a mentor, um, and you are you know, showcasing them, you are thanking them, you're praising them, you're praying over them. And uh, this Mothering Sunday is thought to originate from when individuals return to their mother church, typically a main church or cathedral of that era. And it further developed when servants were allowed Mothering Sunday off to return home to their mother church and would often take a rare opportunity to see their family. So we want to devote these Mothering Sundays, uh, which is the fourth Sunday of Lent, um, to the mother in your life to a caregiver to a person that um, embodies this this story here. So Holy Week, uh, so Lent accumulates in Holy Week. So Holy Week begins on the Palm Sunday, a day which commemorates Jesus' triumph procession into Jerusalem on a donkey. Uh, in many churches, the congregation are giving um, palm crosses, while others are giving uh, palm branches. Okay, and then we transition. So let's let's pause and not move into the story and, and in short, moving into this Holy Week and then moving into the Easter Sunday. Um, but let's let's go into and stop right here and pause 
and get a grasp on this fasting season um, because it is the beginning of Lent. It is the second day and um, many of you may have given up something or, or sacrificed something, whether it be negativity, whether it be um, nutritional item, whether it be um, sugar, alcohol, whether whatever your, your vice is, whatever that is that you want to sacrifice during this season, um, this is a time to really analyze that and, and understand really, again, going back to the why. Why am I removing this? Why am I sacrificing this? Why am I giving it up? And if I do give it up for this due season of 40 days, what's to say that why am I going back into it? Um, that's a question that doesn't, that can be rhetorical. That can, you know, if you do decide to include meat back into your dietary regimen, if you do decide to include dairy back into your dietary regimen, if you do decide to, you know, embark on that vice every now and then that you may have, uh, whatever it is, don't ever feel guilty necessarily because life is life. And at the same time, I, I truly believe in this flexibility of of enjoying life to the fullest, but also being self-aware of to, you know, why you're doing certain things and understanding if, you know, it can be a balance or can it be included in my lifestyle? Um, you know, why do I do these things? Why do I, you know, go to these certain, um, you know, it could be negative factors that are affecting my my health, my relationships, are affecting my physical appearance, are affecting my mood, are affecting my relationship with God, is affecting uh, my productivity, is affecting my energy levels. Uh, whatever you are removing out of your life, why are you doing it? And that is a time where reflection comes in. And as you see, guys, this this topic of today of Lent is is centered around this holistic approach to getting you well and to understand how this incorporates into evolving you into the best version of yourself by embarking on this journey or refusing to embark on this journey of fasting during this Lenten season, whatever it is for you. And I think it's first important, number one, establish why you're doing it, why you're giving up what you're giving up. And I want you to write that down. And if you would like, you can email that to us and uh, our information will be down in the, the show notes. I'd love to hear from you or you know comment on the post that uh, will be on our social media and I would love to hear about what you are um, you know sacrificing during this season, what you are fasting from. Um, and I think that is something that uh, we would love to hear from you on. okay so let's let's dive into the second of, okay, we have a why, we, we have what we're going to fast from, we have what we're going to sacrifice, and now how are we going to stick to it? What are the rituals or the daily habits that you need to be successful during this season, to thrive and not just survive? And I think for a lot of people, it, it, it goes into this survival mode um, of just making it through each day, but not going into this reflection mode and being um, and having a plan 
or a goal or a ritual in place where you are really embodying this season. You're really embodying what you're fasting from. And that fasting or removal is being replaced or added value by something else. So you are removing something that you feel in your your mind, your body, your life is not necessary and it wasn't necessary for Jesus. So why is it necessary for me? And now that, whether it's a physical thing, you're you know, inputting nutrition into your body, you're inputting food into your body, you're inputting um, you know, other people, you're accepting people into your life, you're accepting other vices that you have, like we already said. And now what is that being replaced by? Is there is there a certain thing? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it could just be a, an open opportunity for you to have peace because now you have Ah, deep breath. Something off my shoulders. Something that I realized that I don't really necessarily need. It was a want. It was something that I would go to when I was in a bad state. So I want you to understand the why. I want you to understand how you're going to stick to this. A ritual. So a ritual that I practice that allows me to not focus on not having those things that I still enjoy because mama's cooking and because I grew up in the South and because I still associate my nutritional habits at times, even though I've been removed from it for a little bit. Um, you know, as you guys know, I've broken the chains essentially from my, my habits of how I was, was raised and still eat my mom's cooking when I go back for family dinners and things of that such. But, you know, I don't necessarily include a lot of those things in my regimen now. But still, you know, I, I still love my 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 cookies. Mom always had dessert for us after we ate our three course meal, and um, you know that's still something that I battle with at times. Is that hey, where are the sweets? <laughs> um, and there's still some things that I battle with when it comes to I want you know some meat. I don't necessarily eat pork or beef, but you know, still having chicken or either ground turkey or um, you know, still having eggs, you know, in my regimen. You know, those are little bitty things. I've kind of removed dairy pretty much, um, but it just doesn't sit well with me. But, you know, meat is still incorporated in my regiment here or there. And, you know, it's something that I still enjoy. Um, and I don't I don't feel guilty about that. I don't, um, you know, refrain from admitting it, um, being in a health and life and, and kind of mindset coach now and teaching people how to have this balanced lifestyle. But I want you to gain a ritual. So are you preparing your meals ahead of time? Are you planning them out if you're going out of how you're going to, um, you know, not be tempted? Perfect transition. Let's go into temptation really quick. So the three temptations that Jesus had while he was on this journey during these 40 days in the wilderness, he was tempted by Satan three times. Three times. If you know this story, that's awesome. If you don't, you're about to be informed. Okay. Um, and and this story, as we remind ourselves during this season, a lot of times we 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 stray away from it of of the temptations that we're dealing with in our life, the temptations that we're dealing with at our job, the temptations that we're dealing with when it comes to um, you know your personal development, um, peer pressure. Um, 
whether you're trying to change your, your physical state, you're trying to change those habits that you have, that you know you need to change to get your body right, to get your mind right, to get your life right, and you want peace and you want happiness, but there's temptation all around us, and more so than ever when it comes to these digital media um, platforms as you're listening here, on probably on your phone, if you're listening, you know, wherever you are, we are connected now more so to temptation. And let's go into the first temptation that, that Jesus was faced with when it came um, to him embarking on these, these 40 days. So Satan, the first temptation was his hunger. So this is why we fast. This is why we uh, associate this season, associate this time period with food. Nutrition is because Jesus didn't have everything that we have on every single corner now where we can stop, drive through, pull into somewhere, have something delivered to us now through Uber and, and Lyft and DoorDash and every other app. You can have Amazon food and your door meal prep services. He didn't have these things. And we associate that and he was tempted. So the scripture says, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Satan is saying you have this godly power, right? You have this power within you that was given by God, your so-called quote-unquote God, and he's saying, hey, if you're son of God, tell these stones right here to become bread. What is he saying? Satan is, is, is testing him. He's testing his faith. He's testing and yet Jesus is, again, no, I'm good. He's trusting in God that God is placing him on this journey. And, and whatever's around him at that time was meant to be there. If food wasn't there, wasn't meant to be. So that was the first test. He survived it. Second temptation. If you are the son of God, you see how he prefaces it. He's saying, if you are there's a so-called God again. He said, throw yourself down and have his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in the hands so that it will not strike foots against a stone. Essentially, the devil is tempting Jesus by telling him that God will protect him from injury or death if he's truly the Messiah. But underneath this harmless temptation is the real reason the devil wants to lead Jesus. It's to tempt his self-glory. He wants to tempt him in thinking about himself. Not trusting in, he's trying to remove God. Trying to remove him. And he wants to target the man. So how does this relate to our life right now? How does this relate? For me personally, a lot of times, you know, I, I wither in my faith. I, I, I'll admit that. 
There's so much going on nowadays. We want the money. We want the success. We want, you know, grind and hustle 24-7. Yes, I do believe in hard work. Yes, I do believe in putting the foot to the pedal when, when need be. Because you do have to do the work. But a lot of the times, Satan is, is hitting us with temptation, right? He's hitting us with those little bitty things that are pulling us away slowly. Slowly pulling us away from God's purpose, whether it be a job that you know you're not supposed to be in, that you're just there because the check is there, whether it's a relationship that you need to cling on to, that you need to hang on to because I'm not going to find anybody else. Whereas that temptation to come out and, and, and grab a drink or, um, you know, come out and, and, and you know, eat some food that you know that you, you, you aren't supposed to be eating because you are on this health or wellness journey. And you know that that temptation is going to pull you away. You know that if you go, you can't just refrain. So where does that stem from? Again, who, where, where, where is Satan tempting you? Is it that food you can't abstain from? Or is he saying, hey, look at your circle, look at your friends, look at the people that are inviting you out, inviting you out. Are, are they respectful of your goals? Do they know your goals? Do they know the journey that you're on? Are they supporting you? Are they, yes, you're, you, you're an adult, right? Yes, you have your own choices. Yes, we do and are responsible for our own lives. And, and we a lot of times make excuses by blaming it on somebody else or they did that, or, or I just couldn't resist, or I can't do this because such and such. That's just temptation. We have choices. Everyone has a choice each and every day you wake up. And I love how um, this, is, this is manifested into our daily lives. And during this season, it's just a reminder yet again how we're tempted. So number one, tempting is hunger. Number two, self-glory. And number three, all scripture says, all this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Looking over the land, he took him to a mountaintop. He said, look over this. Look. Look at all. You can have all this. You're the ruler. You can have the power. You can have the money. You have the women. Have everything. Don't have to worry about a thing. I got you. Just bow down to me. That's all you need to do. I'll place you down there. Yet again, temptation. The temptation is, this one is the biggest of all. The offer to be like God. To look down upon the people to rule over, to say, I have power over you. What, what is Jesus' whole, sole purpose on this journey? God put him on this journey to listen to not only himself, so he can evolve and, and grow and prosper, so he can be uh, this this Messiah, this, this leader 
for others. And God's trying to develop him, but yet Satan's in the way. And you can look at this situation, this story, in a lot of different ways of how that translates into your current life and and what's in your way of getting to your goals and your purpose and your ultimate destiny that God has in store for you. But yet you're, you're scared because maybe your faith is withering. Maybe your faith is withering. Your faith is withering. What does that look like? Ask yourself. So during this time, he says, you can have all the wealth, possession, glory, power, but the cost is at the exchange of bowing down to me. Instead of serving God, you will serve me. Ultimately, this is the story. And Jesus, yet again, survives this temptation. Now, let's, let's, let's stop right here and let's go into, now you've got a grasp on how and why we do these things, right? Why we, we embark on this fasting period, why we, you know, sacrifice certain things around us because of this story. And even if you're not faithful, even if you are the most faithful, holy person on this earth, which I don't believe, Everyone has their sins. I hope this story resounds with you in some form or fashion and you could remove it or displace it or, or translate it however you'd like into your current situation. But nutrition is a part of this. Food is a part of this. And this goes into how you can thrive during this Lenten season. And I want you to. So. Let's go into what you're going to do and, you know, how you're going to be successful and uh, maybe a a pattern or ritual that you can include in your your regimen. Okay. so during this Lenten season, um, typically my routine right now is I've been waking up um, at 430 every morning, uh, which allows me to have my quiet offensive time of the day, which I like to call it, which essentially it's it's me, myself and I and who I choose to bring in my space and who I choose right now is God to bring in my space and say, Hey, I I want you to lead me. I want you to tell me, you know, what, what, what do you want out of my life? What do you want me to do today? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to impact? What am I, what moves do I need to make? Or, or do you want me to just sit here? I'm listening. I'm listening. And that is a meditation time for me where I'm getting so in tuned with my mental side of things to where when I step outside these walls, nothing else, nothing else can affect me because I've already been fulfilled. I've already been told the message. I've already been told what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, my ears are wide open when I'm around me. I'm very aware. But I'm aware first with self. And a lot of times we, we don't do that. We don't do that. So number one, fuel your mind. Fuel your mind. Number two, fuel my body. How do I do that? Fuel my body. I, I then invest into going to get into physical shape. So I actually exercise, whatever that is for you. For me, I prefer weight-based training. 
So I like going into the gym. Um, during this time, I'm still listening to, you know, either um, a podcast or I'm listening to, um, you know, instrumental music. Because yet again, I don't want any negativity. I don't want any thoughts. I don't want anything other than sounds because many people don't believe that what you are consuming, even though it's minute, what you're consuming on a day-to-day basis has influence on your daily actions, your daily feelings, the choices that you make. So for me, I always want to stay in a high vibrational state. And we talked about that in our last episode of mindfulness and getting in a high vibrational state of energy. And for me, that's first fueling my mind, fueling my body. And for me, I like to fast. Um, So I still intermittent fast from time to time. And that's kind of my um, because of my schedule, I, I just feel more energized. I feel more in tune with my my mind and my body when I don't consume food until after I've first invested in my men- mental health, um, my mindset, um, and then invested in my physical health. And then I start consuming because I've said, okay, I've given, I've, I've given my mind and my body. An investment. I poured into it. I poured into the seed that God made in the image of Him. And from then on, I can say, okay, now I can consume. Now, what do I consume? During this time period, I, like I said, I'm giving up meat. So that includes any pork, beef, chicken. Um, I'm giving up. Um, 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 it's flatlining. They're barely hanging on. Now, this is extreme, but I want you to get this visualization in your mind of wavelengths. Periods in time of ups and downs. How long are you staying in a negative state? Think about it. Okay? That is the difference. How can you switch it on, switch it off? And that comes with being very self-aware. That comes with um, understanding uh, what and how to listen to what's going on around you. Process it very quickly and say, okay, what am I, what, what's going on right here? Why am I feeling this way? Uh, why did I choose to eat that? Why did I not stick to my diet? Why did I not go to the gym? Why did... Why do I have this negative attitude in my workplace? Why is this? Why am I stuck in this situation when I know I should be getting out? Why am I not moving away? What's holding me back? Again, the 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 big question overall: What is holding you back? And you go back to the story of during this fasting season, this Lenten season, Satan is tempting Jesus. First temptation: hunger. Second temptation: self glory. Third temptation, he's talking about power, submission, giving in, giving up, losing trust, disobedience, all these different things. How does that relate to you? During this season, how are you going to thrive? How are you going to move forward? How are you going to start listening? How are you going to start doing those things? It comes from the daily habits, the daily rituals, the going back to your why 
why you're doing it, why this is important, and, a, and of course, being able to envision where you want to be. What does an ideal life, what is an ideal body, what is an ideal situation, what is an ideal relationship, what is an ideal, what does your day look like? Close your eyes for two seconds. Imagine yourself on the beach, imagine yourself in a relationship, imagine yourself waking up, making breakfast for whoever you're with, imagine yourself going and waking up and going to this job and being fulfilled. Um, imagine yourself in your ideal state, you have energy, you can, you're, you're enjoying your cycling class, you're enjoying the workout, you're, you have a workout partner, you have, you know, you're, you're making progress, you're losing weight, you're looking better, you're feeling better. Everything seems to be going right. But what happens? We, can't, we create this, this, this story in our mind where we have it for a split second. We see it. It's at our grasp. I want this. I, I, I got it. I, I got I to change. But nothing. We take that first step. And then what happens? Temptation. Right there. Temptation. Doubt. Fear. Emotions. Interruptions. I'm busy. I can't right now. I don't have time. I don't have money. Excuses. These are all temptations. These are all interruptions from your goal. And the quicker you can realize that, the quicker you can identify that during this Lenten season, during your journey of whatever goal you have of being, whether it be during this time where you're being sacrificial in your nutrition, whether you're being sacrificial in your relationship, or you're being, you're fasting from other things that you know are vices for you, uh, whatever it is in your life right now during this season, how are you going to thrive? And the way you're going to thrive is being solely invested in getting more in tune with who you are, and I want you to close your eyes right now and say, I, state your name, am going to get in tune with, state your name. Because if you were able to tell yourself that now, I try to tell myself that every single morning when I have my offensive time in the morning. The reason why I call it that, I'm starting my day on offense, is because I am not in defensive mode in that period. There's nothing but me in the mornings. I'm grateful for waking up. I'm grateful for, for having you know, a cup of coffee there for me, potentially. I'm, I'm grateful for having water that I drink first thing in the morning. I'm grateful for just being able to, to walk to the bathroom. I'm grateful for because I've had pains. like I've had sciatica pain before, and I felt it, and I couldn't move. Um, and during those times you call on God, right? During those times where you wake up sick, you wake up hungover, you wake up, um, you know, in a state of panic because you overslept and now you're in defense mode and trying to check emails and grab things and you forgot your breakfast and you forgot your lunch, you hit traffic, whatever it is, get in a state of offense in some form or fashion with yourself. Because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. You choose who you want to be in your life. You choose that. You choose what you want to be in your life. You have a choice every day what to eat. It's a choice. You don't have to do it. 
Well, I had to have the cookie. No, you didn't have to have the cookie. Well, I have to have meat. I, I just can't do the vegetarian thing. Well, I understand. I like meat too. That's fine. But it's your choice. Well, I can't right now. I just, uh, I just a little strug- struggling. I, I just don't have. I just, uh, okay, that's your choice. But again, at the end of the day, before you go to sleep at night, you have got to accept that I'm responsible for my goals. I'm responsible for my body. And that's a hard thing to say. It really is a why you're not getting there. If you aren't getting there, where's the support around you? Who's there to guide you? In whatever your area you're trying to grow. So during this season, I want you guys to really understand the story, whether you are a believer, excuse me, a believer, or or you are not, or you are withering. Because things have been going your way. So you are in a place of confusion right now. I want you to get in tune with this story and understand this story to why we fast, why this season is sacrificial. And if this season, how can you carry this season, potentially these 40 days throughout your life and just make it a lifestyle and constantly relive this story to understand, hey, how can I get more in tune with my spirituality, whatever that is, and how can I relate it to investing in my mind and my body? And how can that as a whole as a whole impact the rest of my life, impact the people around me, impact my job, impact my finances, impact my loved ones, impact my relationship? And once we can do that, then there's nothing stopping us. That's how we thrive. That's how we evolve. That's how we never uh, get in this complacent state of going through the motions of life because we weren't put on this earth to go through the motions. There are seasons in our life, of course, where you have to stay the course. And those are the most frustrating. You have to stay the course. But during that course, are we learning? During that course, are we growing? During that course, are we moving? During that course, are we still impacting? During that course, are we still connecting? Or are we just waking up, going through the motions, going back to sleep, and we haven't learned a thing? We haven't analyzed the day. We haven't analyzed the month. We haven't analyzed the year. We haven't analyzed the season, the situations. And this is a growth season for me, too. I'm going along this journey right with you. But as I'm going along this journey, I, I develop this podcast. I develop this platform. I develop my business. I develop the, the tools that I'm utilizing now, the social platforms, um, whatever else I'm putting out into the world to say, hey, this is what I've learned. And I want you to be impacted by it and come along this journey with me. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so glad to be back solo with you. Let me know with a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to hear more solo episodes, excuse me, episodes from me, let me know that too. 
I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, please, we would love to have you back. And thank you so much, as always, for my returning listeners. Thank you so much for any new listeners. And I look forward to connecting with you outside of this platform. All of the information to connect is down below in the show notes. And guys, we will see you in the next episode.